Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. I'm Kira Smith. Today I'm joined by Dr. Megan Mullins, who is an assistant professor at UT Southwestern Medical Center. Dr. Mullins, thank you so much for coming on today. Would you like to introduce yourself and share what your work focuses on? Sure. So I'm Megan Mullins. Um, I'm an assistant professor at UT Southwestern Medical Center's um, O'Donnell School of Public Health and also the Simmons Comprehensive Cancer Center. So I am um, a cancer care delivery researcher, and my work is currently focused in two areas. One is uh, goal concordant cancer end of life care, and the other is understanding and improving equity of cancer care for LGBT folks. Awesome. So at ONS, uh, you presented a session called One Size Does Not Fit All Cancer Survivorship in Diverse Populations. So what are some of the unmet needs regarding cancer care survivorship for patients of sexual and gender minorities? Yeah, I think it's an important question that is challenging to answer um, because we don't know actually a lot about many members of these populations. So um, the last review that was done on the literature really highlighted that a lot of our research is really focused in sexual and gender minority populations that are very white and cisgendered. And so we have really big knowledge gaps in terms of intersectional identities and how those translate into care needs and also um, transgender populations and survivorship among cancers that aren't really breast and prostate where most of the research is centered. We also know that a very important, unique aspect of care for these populations is minority stress. So really expecting to be discriminated against, experiencing stigma. Um, and so really a lot of the disparities that we do know of stem from that. And so being able to address how we can provide more welcoming and accepting care could really address the disparities we know about. Right. So along this line, what are some of the ongoing interventions that are investigating how to improve care for this population? Yes. So um, in terms of interventions, I think, to my knowledge, there have only been two, actually, uh, that are focused on cancer survivorship and LGBT folks. Those were both focused on physical activity in survivorship, um, because I think we know kind of on a population level, uh, physical activity rates tend to be lower, and those can be really helpful with cancer outcomes. Um, the other thing that I consider an, an important intervention is actually collecting sexual or orientation and gender identity data. Uh, and right now, the NCI has funded administrative supplements to support that. So that's a very big push of research that's happening right now. Oh, that's great. Um, what are some of the changes within the healthcare system itself that are needed in order to improve care for this population? Yeah, so I think first and foremost is systematic collection of sexual orientation and gender identity or SOGI data from all folks with cancer. Um, really, in, until we do that, we can't have that information abstracted into our cancer registries. So then we don't really understand population level estimates of risk, where there are disparities and what we need to do to address those. So that would really be the first thing. The second I would say is um, really thinking about how we can improve the trustworthiness of our healthcare systems for minoritized populations, um, which really involves partnering with folks in those communities to understand their experiences and how we can do better. And the third, I would say, really is starting to normalize sexuality in oncology care. I think that's not only critical for sexual and gender minorities, but it's a huge unmet need in survivorship as across populations. Definitely. Um, on the more individual level, how can nurses help to improve survivorship care for their patients? 
So I would say first and foremost, um, you know, when patients come in, they're interacting with so many people. So, you know, we of course want to do what we can as individuals, but wherever possible, if people can advocate for systemic change, promoting the, you know, the importance of these things to your leadership and your hospital systems, I think that's really critical. But on a more individual level, I would say, um, you know, really having a spirit of curiosity and humility is really key. I hear from so many clinical providers that, you know, they may get a sense that somebody has an identity that may be different and they don't ask about it or bring it up in a visit because they don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And, you know, while that's coming from a good space, um, I think the way it's received is often not what people are intending. So I think, you know, acknowledging that someone may be transgender or asking them um, about who's with them in the visit room rather than assuming or avoiding is always great. Um, you know, being willing to offer your own pronouns is a nice way to kind of open the door and signal to somebody that you're curious about what identities they may have. And just knowing that really we all make mistakes and that's okay. You know, if you happen to misgender somebody and you are not doing it intentionally, generally that's not the end of the world for patients. They can recognize that. And just being able to quickly apologize and keep the conversation moving, that's all you have to do. You don't have to be afraid. Definitely, it's great advice. Um, are there any resources that nurses can consult um, to help improve their skills in this area? Yeah, so um, very, you know, this is a very growing space, which is wonderful. Um, in terms of existing things, I know the, LG the National LGBT Cancer Network has excellent resources. Uh, they partnered with the Society for Gynecologic Oncology to actually develop training modules for people who really want more in-depth training. Um, they also have a lot of other resources there. Uh, there's SAGE, which focuses on LGBTQ aging, which is a great resource. Um, and then there is the LGBT um, Health Education Center, which also has some great resources and things like pamphlets that you can print out um, with responses to common questions and things like that. Awesome. That's great to know. Um, this is so informative. So thank you for sharing all this today. Thanks. Thanks for having me.